business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Sabrina Ziff from Israel Property Network. Welcome back to High FM. Thank you so much. Thank you, Avi, for having us. Great. Sabrina, as I said to you before we started, maybe just take us back just in a bit of a journey before lockdown. You were here. You were doing a seminar together with Ari Kruger. We interviewed you. We then had a chat. I had a chat with you afterwards. And just the, the passion and the excitement and the dynamism and the prospect of property in Israel is something that you're really, really passionate about. Just take us through a bit of a journey, what you've been through since that time after Purim this year where the world shut down to where we are now. Well, yeah, you're correct. Um, I returned from Johannesburg on the 27th of February and literally 12 days later, Israel went into lockdown. Um, it's something that we could not imagine. Um, it's unmanageable. It's apocalyptic. And um, we were all in shock. All of a sudden, we didn't have Purim. We were made to cancel everything. No Purim parties. Uh, the police and the military were um, going through the streets. Um, I personally live and work in Renana, um, but we weren't allowed out. Uh, then following that, we had Pesach. Again, unimaginable that we cannot share Pesach with our families. Um, but Again, the, what's so beautiful about our Klal Israel is that um, we try to find an alternative to make everyone feel better. And it was uh, synced through the radios, through television, through WhatsApp messages that we should all um, come out on our balconies or into our gardens at 8 p.m. and together sing Manish Tana. And I can honestly tell you, it was not a dry eye, <laughs> really. It was just beautiful. And... Um, People in buildings, they got together so that older people who residents and living in buildings by themselves would have food, that uh, there was people there to leave things on their doorstep. But uh, businesses were hit hard because they were closed. Restaurants were affected the hardest, I think, as well as hotels, of course. But they're the big companies. They can they can survive a little bit longer. Um, but the, um, the private uh, sole trader was really feeling it. And then we found alternatives such as deliveries, um, the, the doorsteps, online payments, or some school started um, reoccurring straight after Pesach via Zoom. And before we knew it, um, computers were being uh, lent by the municipalities to families who didn't have or didn't have enough. Um, and of course, first come, first serve. But generally, most people were able to continue life. Um, as soon as lockdown finished, Yom Hatzmaut, again, was eerie. Everything was locked down. You weren't allowed out driving until uh, up to after eight o'clock in the evening till um, nine o'clock the next day. So really, really locked down and our numbers came down and uh, we were allowed out. We were allowed to open up businesses slowly, slowly, gymnasiums, etc. Um, personally, for real estate, we were the, the phones went quiet. Everything was dead quiet. And we were having meetings with uh, a number of Olim um, agencies from Kutzla Aret. Um, discussing what's going to happen. And all of a sudden, um, Israel Center, for instance, in Joburg, decided that uh, they were going to release flights. The phones started ringing off the hook. We had lots of people coming, making Aliyah. Um, one, one, some of them, one parent came out first, did their quarantine for two weeks, then would start looking for an apartment. Then the, as soon as the Aliyah flight was open, the next, uh, they would send their families with their children. Then 
they would find their home and settle down quickly. What we did find is, yes, it wasn't as big as Aliyah's the last three years, but it certainly hasn't slowed down. And definitely, definitely the interest, especially from South Africa, has been stronger than ever. Um, people are looking to invest, to buy um, a lot of projects which are offering, um, some of them are offering 20% deposit down now, 80% on completion with completion in about two to three years. Um, and that allows them to just get their money out slowly wherever they've sent it abroad um, without getting too much of a penalty from these closed accounts. Um, the very popular areas are always Renana um, for the families, um, Telmond as well for families, which isn't far. Um, but also for older couples, the older genera are going to Ashkelon and Natanya. There are great opportunities there. Um, Ashkelon is, is a very, very South African town. We have an office there run by David Dwebner. Um, there's rabbis who are buying there. Um, very, very like hush hush because no one wants anyone to know you South Africans are very, very private. Um, and they surprise everyone when they get their picture taken by the Israel Center with their suitcases. Um, but generally, it's um, Ashkelon's become a very, very popular destination because it's we only sell front line to the sea. And everyone, South African, tells me it feels like Cape Town. Um, there's lots of kosher restaurants. There's an Anglo synagogue. There's sea views. And there's a community. Um, and I don't know for your readers, for your listeners, if they know this, but Ashkelon was actually started by um, the Telfed, um, South African community. And there's streets in, in Ashkelon, main high streets called Johannesburg Street and uh, Pretoria and named after different cities in Joburg. So um, it's, it's a very comforting feel because you're leaving your comforts, your homes, your, your, your help um, and everything that's so familiar. And a lot of people are leaving older families, because, um, parents and siblings, because some people just can't afford to do it. But um People are also grouping together. I've had a number of people phone me up that there's three best friends. They want to buy something as an investment, uh, maybe to flip it once it's um, completed or nearing completion, subject to builders' permissions. And um, they're thinking of the future. Um, again, also very popular is near the universities because I understand that it's, um, it's a bit of a problem to get uh, kids into universities in South Africa. And even if they send them abroad to get them into jobs afterwards is also quite difficult. Um, so it, it's a whole mixed bunch, but definitely, definitely started to move. And, and this is now the 18th of August. We are normally really dead quiet. I let my brokers go on holiday. We have 14 offices across the country. We have over 28 brokers um, working with us. And um, I've only got eight away, which is unheard of. It's normally the other way around. There's normally 20 away and eight sitting on skeletons. And um, we, we've just been very, very busy. So uh, we're very fortunate. And to be honest, I, I'm from London and listening to the news in London and speaking to my family there, it's pretty much the same story around the world and America. We just did a webinar in America on Sunday and they're all saying that it's just become rife. Um, of course, lots of blame comes to the Jews as such um, for Corona and everyone just wants to feel like there is a home to come to. Um, it's not easy. It's really not easy. A lot of our South Africans who are making Aliyah are renting and they, they've expressed that they will not be able to buy for at least two to three years because they've just got up and run. Um, I've had people phone me up saying their businesses have shut overnight because of Corona and they're aiming to come in the new year. How can we help them with schools? Again, we have an Olim program uh, within the company and we, we help and hold everyone's hand along the way. Um, it's a case of 
business is booming, um, but unfortunate circumstances. On that positive note, because it's really nice to hear that we went through this tremendous lull where nothing really happened, and we back up and running, and the infrastructure is there to carry it. But let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll continue speaking more specifically about investment opportunities in Israel. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. With me, Sabrina Ziff, who is the CEO of Israel Property Network. And we've been speaking about really the, the resurgence of the Israeli property market over the last couple of weeks after a couple of months of a real doldrum where nothing really happened. Sabrina, let's, let's look at the macro picture. If one had to look at a graph in two years' time uh, and look at corona and you plot it over five years, I doubt we'll even see the glitch in the graph. Over a year, you'll see it. But, you know, the, it's always the bounce back. It's always the recovery that is very, very strong. But let's take ourselves away from that. One thing that people are always looking for is they're looking for opportunity. Corona is an incredible opportunity. There were distressed owners. There were distressed businesses. There were properties that were under pressure. And all of a sudden, they're now on the market. How does one from South Africa access the opportunities in Israel without getting on a plane and getting an Israeli passport? Simply as a business transaction. How does one do that? Well, currently, um, only Israeli citizens are allowed into the country. Um, that's, we've been told that come September, we'll hear again if that's going to be reviewed or changed, etc. So unless they are some, hold some kind of Israeli citizenship, no one's coming in. Um, however... Israel Property Network, we are very tech savvy and um, we've been battling this problem for the last two years. And what we have is virtual tours, 360 tours. So um, we go into properties, we go into buildings, we do a 360 tour and they can go through the process of looking at the property from floor to ceiling all the way around um, and some. Then we can carry on with um, WhatsApp or FaceTime video um, appointments. And then often people do have a friend who can come and have a look at it for them. Um, it's a it's a leap of faith. Um, you've just got to go with your gut. However, saying that, um, artists' impressions are very nice. They're very pretty. You have those lovely trees, and you have the lady pushing the will uh, the uh, the buggy, and you have people walking along the street. And when you come to the building, it's in the middle of nowhere, and you have a sewage drain right there, and a horrible factory behind you. So. Um, what we do at Israel Property Network, we are not affiliated with any builders per se. We are affiliated with um, a number of um, builders and projects, but we can give you real advice. We can give you honest um, numbers. We can tell you exactly what's the story with every project. Um, some people used to come over and sell projects, specific projects. And of course, they're going to try and sell it and love it and, and caress it um, till someone buys. And then the problem is people buy. And you buy, um, I'm going to take an area like uh, Harish, which is a little bit up north, near Hadera, uh, but more inland. Um, Harish is a new neighborhood. They started building about six years ago. They built about 17 buildings, different builders. And a number of people went to South Africa and sold a whole load of them, saying they're going to be great. They're for like 1.6 million shekels for a four-room apartment, which is three bedrooms. And it's going to have all the town planning in place within the next 10 years. Well, there's just a hole where we can point to and say that will one day be a school, but there's not a single brick been laid down. Um, and that's seven years on, six, seven years on. 
Um, the other problem is that the apartments have been finished for over a year and we have an issue. People don't want to live in Harish today. They might want to live there in 10 years time, but not today. So the promised rental value, which was maybe 4,700, 5,000 shekels a month, has dropped to 3,000 shekels because you've got 70 apartments available in, in several buildings and they're not shifting because everyone else can get a better price. So all of a sudden that mortgage, the mashkanta that you get, um, is now going into your rand because you're going to have to pay a little bit more. However, again, what's different from South Africa to Israel is your building levies, which are normally paid in SA by the owners. Here, everything is covered by the tenant. The tenant pays your building levies, the utilities, um, anything that needs doing, unless it's actually to do with the AAC um, or the actual build itself, then it's the owner's responsibility. So you get a little bit less responsibility, but you also have a house or an apartment that's not going to have great capital growth because it's like me saying, I want to live in Johannesburg. Um, I'm up, up to 10, 15 minutes walk away from Glen Hazel. Well, 10, 15 minutes walk away could be nearer the townships, but it's only 10, 15 minutes walk away from King David and everything else. Moishi's, but my biltong. It's a case of understanding the location because just because it's Israel doesn't mean it's all perfect. Um, you need to make sure that it's the, the right thing, the right property that's going to suit your forward interests as well. So if you want to one day live there, or if you want to flip it um, before moving or something, you need to understand what the potential is. So that's where we ask people, what's your intention? Is it something to flip? Because then I put more as much as you can into something that's in a great location because that will fly out the window. And um, we have a management company. We've just merged with uh, Creative Estates Israel Management, which is run by Sean Isaacson, who's a fellow South African, but been here for many, many years. He's also a lawyer um, and a real estate license, licensed realtor. So he has got lots of experience and he can do your contracts and he can manage your properties and he can look after everything for you. And it's all in plain English because that's what you need. At 2020, yes, it's Corona time, but you also need to understand everything. We have South African speaking lawyers. So everything should be completely clear and it should be a wonderful, easy process. Mortgage companies, banks, etc. Again, all speaking your language, French, Spanish, Afrikaans even maybe. Um, just finding someone who suits you and feels good because you need your handheld. It, uh, it's, it's not South Africa, but it is also a bit of a jungle in the sense that you, you don't know who to trust and you don't know who's got your best interest because sometimes they're just trying to line their own pockets. So again, finding a property with great potential is, uh, is not an easy thing, but if you find the right property, it can really, really pay off for you. So one thing I've seen a lot of questions are coming through. I don't know why that's the flavor of today. Um, and if I pick up the theme of the, the messages that are coming through, people are wanting to know about buying investment properties in Jerusalem, close proximity to the old city with views of the old city. And people are just saying that the prices are astronomical. But from a rental return point of view, do they make sense? Look, it's, it's a known fact. Um, your yields, if you're getting two to three percent on your on your money, then you're doing really well, um, which is really sad because, again, I don't know the SA, but in the UK market, you're expecting to get a minimum nine percent return on your investments um, in terms of yield, plus the capital growth. Jerusalem is very, very hot and heavy. And the problem is um, we are all up against the Americans. The Americans are coming with their lots of dollars. 
and they're buying, they all want to be close to the Kotel, they all want to be close uh, proximity. We have new developments in Ramos, we have it right in the centre of town, um, literally five minutes walk from the Kotel. We've got amazing apartments, but the Americans are snapping them up and just running, running for the hills. Um, so it's becoming, well, it's, of course, it's the capital and um, it's demand and supply or supply and demand. Um, lots of things are going up. It's about, again, finding the, the, the one that's going to be the best investment, depending on your budget. But you're, you are looking for uh, central Jerusalem starting from 2.2 plus. And that, that 2.2 is maybe a two-room apartment, which is a one-bedroom apartment. But uh, we have a, a project in Hanavim Street, um, right by the municipality in Yerushalayim. And uh, they built it in type of a, a Lego state. So what's happening is people are buying one, two, three, four bedrooms together in a block. And they're made and built so that if one day these, this owner who's bought several in the, in a line or in a square can knock down the, the walls and create one large apartment. So he'll be getting a great return on his income. Um, and then he'll be able to have a future home as well, right in the city centre. Again, you have to also look into what the building supplies. If it has a, a, super, um, a swimming pool or a gymnasium, the building levies go up. And they, the building levies generally start from about 250, 300 shekels plus, And it can go up to many, many thousands. Um, or shekels a month. So again, you want something that's going to be manageable because if it's vacant, the building levies is on you um, until you rent it out to a tenant who takes over. Okay, so we, we, I've just got a message that we're running out of time, but I just want to ask you one or two questions that are coming through. The one question from um, a guy, Jeff, wants to know, if he's in touch with you, can the entire investment process be done without him coming to Israel? Can it all be done remotely with him staying in Johannesburg? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing I, I can actually think of from the top of my head, which is ever an issue, is that he might have to take a drive to Pretoria to the consulate, uh, seeing when they're open, uh, just to sign a power of attorney to a lawyer who is in Israel. Um, but otherwise, totally. I have people who buy from all over the world um, without ever coming to see it. And um, in fact, I was even in South Africa, as I said, in February, uh, for the expo, and um, I visited a family who um, hadn't, they said, we own an apartment in, in Renana. I was like, oh, right, what street? And he was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, we have some a friend uh, who's, whose son is a managing agent, and uh, he runs it for us. So I said, okay. And he looked up on his old invoice, and he said, oh, I can only find something on my email, and he found the address, and I know the property actually as well. And um, he said, it's, it's just been a great investment, and he's been able to close his close his mind up to it and know that the money's been put in and he's got somewhere to go if he wants. And he bought that 10 years ago. There are lots of deals happening. There's lots of investments. We're about to take on a, uh, a new project in Renana with uh, prices starting from 1.95 million shekels for a four-room apartment, three bedrooms. Again, it's a lot of money, but you're getting Renana. Um, Jerusalem, as I said, from 2.2, from um, Ashkelon from 1.6. Um, even parts of uh, Ramat Gun, which is just by Tel Aviv, we're, we're about to get a new train um, tram line that's going to be, well, it's in the process of being built now. It's got another two years to go. Um, we've got great opportunities starting from 2.2 million shekels for something in Ramat Gun, which is going to be a four minute journey by tram into Tel Aviv. But everything is, uh, is moving along. Israel is running and um, we're just trying to keep up. So I know this is like a loaded question that's just hoping that it, it wouldn't happen. 
but um, I just need to answer it quickly. People are basically asking about the structure. If they're sitting in South Africa, what percentage do they need to put down as a deposit? Is there a possibility of getting a mortgage on that side based on South African assets and income? And what are the associated fees and costs? Okay, so very quickly. Um, yes, all of that is possible. You can buy it remotely. You can get your mortgage through um, Israel Property Network. You can get a lawyer through IPN. We can we can source everything for you. Everyone will be in touch with you and we can get it working. Deposits, it depends. If it's a new project, they have a minimum amount in order for your name to be um, registered on the uh, title deed so that no one else can buy it from you. Um, if it's if it's a secondhand apartment, um, there's there's a structure to needing to be agreed by the current owners because here you pay directly to the owners and you pay the deposit and they might need to buy somewhere. So you need to pay it in installments that's comfortable for both of you. And absolutely, mortgages can be um, done in, in from South Africa on based on your income over there. Um, it's just about it's about being creative. And uh, we have independent brokers. We have um, connections to the heads of banks who all help IPN um, clients and um, often with big discounts. But generally, you need to add about 10 to 11% on top of your purchase price to allow for lawyers' fees, mortgage fees, agents' fees, um, and other associated fees for surveys, etc. cetera. Um, again, buying a new project, it, it depends on each project. Some are, at the moment, 20% down now, 80% on completion. Some are 20% down on signing, and then the balance um, through phases of the of the build as they reach each phase, and then the final payment being 5% at the end. Uh, there's things that are going to be ready at the end of end of this month, and there's things that are going to be ready in five years. So it's a, ga- a case of finding the right project to suit your pocket and to make it all comfortable, because you do not want to choke. You don't want to feel that pressure around your neck that uh, if you don't carry on paying these, mo- this, these monies from money you haven't got right now, then it's going to be a big issue for you and your family, and you just don't want to do that. Don't put your healthy head into a sick bed. So, again, it's about no pressure, and that's what we work on. And that's why we're still here after 11 years in Israel. I've been in the business for 27 years um, in London and Israel. And um, and I'm still – I can walk around Renana and people come and shake my hand. So I've done a good job. Um, it's all about reputation. On that note, how do people get hold of you? So go on to Facebook, like our Facebook page, and you'll see um, updates all the time. Israel Property it's Network. Israel Property Network. Yeah, Israel Property Network on Facebook and Instagram and also online www.israelpropertynetwork.com. Um, and also you can email me, Sabrina, S-A-B-R-I-N-A at israelpropertynetwork.com. Um, and, um, I will do my very best to put you in touch with the right broker within the company and hold your hand through the process. Everything is private and confidential. And, um, I wish you all the best of luck and to stay safe and well. Fantastic. Sabina, once again, thanks for your time and thanks for the update. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you going forward. Thank you so much, Alvin. Have a great Great. day and uh, all the best. Fantastic. Thank you. And just before I leave, I just need to let everybody know that Diskim Linksfield has opened a magnificent new store in the the neighborhood complex in Linksfield, corner 7 and Club Streets. It's a full-time and a full-line Diskim store which means in addition to your meds, supplements, hygiene, and health foods, Diskem Linksfield um, has a wellness and a baby well clinic. It's ample free parking, and remember, Diskem also does free delivery. That's Diskem Linksfield, link, pharmacists who can. Sabrina, thanks so much. Craig, thanks okay. for the balance. DJ, thank you. We'll speak to you guys next week.